Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the colorful world of Skittles. Skittles brings you a jolt of five fruity flavors in every bite, giving you the chance to taste the rainbow like never before. Break free from the ordinary day-to-day with the help of Skittles Chewy Candy. Skittles is a must in my candy jar, movie snack, even my secret to an afternoon pick-me-up. And I don't even care who knows it. Add a splash of joy to your day with Skittles. There's nothing better than fruity fun that tickles your taste buds. Taste the rainbow. What up, y'all? Welcome to Kibba Edson, the podcast. I'm Ed Lover. How y'all doing, man? How's everybody doing, man? There's just so much stuff going on in this world. This world is going crazy, man. First and foremost, I just want to say what's up to everybody out there. And if you've been living under a rock, then you don't know about this whole Keefe D situation, being arrested for the murder of Tupac 27 years later, right? And the reason why I bring it up is because Keefe D was one of the leaders of the Southside Crips, right? We all know the story. The chain almost got took in the South Side Crips against the Bloods. They see Orlando in the, at the elevator at the MGM Grand Hotel. They speed over there. Tupac punches him. They stomp him out. He's supposed to be allegedly one of the guys that took the chain. Later on that night, they see Sugar and them on Flamingo. They pull around. Keefe D is driving. He hands Orlando the gun. Orlando shoots and kills Tupac. But Tupac died seven days later. But there was never, it was like the best known unsolved murder in the history of anybody. It was so well known that Keefe D wrote a book. He did several interviews about him being in the car. Him driving the car. Say, so me and Shug look each other right in the eyes. Now, here go the funny thing. My son, when we were talking about this, my son said to me, he said, Dad, you knew Tupac. I was like, yeah. He said, why didn't they arrest this guy a long time ago for Tupac's murder? Because I said, son, it's one thing for the police to know you've done something. It's another thing for the police and the district attorney to be able to prove that you did something. Those are two different things. I could have a reputation, and I'm quite sure there are some people that have reputations that are crazy. I could have a reputation to be a murderer. Never have, never will. But there were dudes that I knew named Homicide that were actually killers. The problem was nobody could prove it. The cops knew that they were killers. 
Nobody would testify against them. There was no fingerprints. There was no DNA to prove that they had done anything. If nobody flipped, they could never prove anything. They knew that homicide was a killer. There's a young dude in New York by the name of World, Lil, Lil Kim, used to date World. Big time gangster in New York City. My brother was in the precinct in Brooklyn where World did all his dirt, from drug dealing to kidnapping to homicides to witness intimidations, everything that they knew that World was involved in. You know why it took them so long to catch World? Because nobody would testify against them. What you know and what you can prove is two different things. How many times did John Gotti go to trial before somebody flipped Sammy the Bull Gravano and got him locked up? They knew that John Gotti was behind the murder of Paul Castellano and his bodyguard. They knew that. They knew that there was murders that were ordered by John Gotti. They just couldn't prove it. Tupac's murder is not the first murder, believe me, that Keefe D was involved with. You don't think the LAPD know exactly who Keefe D is? It's not what you know, it's what you can prove. And this is the reason why it's taken 27 years. Now, here's the most interesting part to me. We don't know what evidence that the DA has against Keefe D. That has not been brought to light yet. Once discovery is done by Keefe D's lawyers, that will come to light. We will all know what is the evidence, because that's the main thing I've been trying to figure out. They, a grand jury indicted him. They arrested him based on evidence. What evidence do they have? Because other than what he's saying is not even admissible in court. And everybody else that was in that car with him that night, allegedly, because he says they were in the car. Everybody else that was in that car is dead. What evidence do they have to prove that he was involved in the murder of Tupac Shakur? What solid evidence that a jury can say, yes, he was involved, lock him up. Allegedly, Zip from New York gave him the gun. Zip is dead. Allegedly, Orlando, well, Orlando was a shooter. He's dead. The dude that was sitting next to Orlando, he's dead. And the dude that was in the front seat with Keefe D, he's dead. So what solid proof or evidence do they have? Beyond the shadow of a doubt, Tupac Shakur was a comet. Meant to be seen quickly and not meant to be here for a long time. We all wish that he was still been alive. I know I do. I would love to see what kind of man, what kind of 50-year-old man he would turn out to be. What would he be involved with? That's the barbershop talk forever. What if Pocket Biggie was still alive? It's just mind-boggling to think that it's taking this long. And then once you see this happening, it opens up those old wounds that we all have about Biggie's murder. Nobody has been arrested for Biggie's murder and or indicted at all. At all. So... It begs to wonder what solid evidence did they present to that grand jury to make the grand jury say, go ahead and arrest him on the murder of Tupac Shakur. 
Now, another interesting note on this is that Suge Knight says he will not testify if he's called against Keefe D. That is a quite a conundrum to be in if you're Suge Knight because your persona in the 90s was that Pac was your man. That Pac was your ride or die, your partner. And after Pac died, all of these, how much you loved him and all of this is was being talked about from you in every interview you've done. Now, they may call you as a witness because as plain as day, KVD said you looked right in his eyes so you saw him. You could have said something a long time ago, but the G-code is you don't talk to the police about nothing. So does Suge abide by the G-code right now, or do you make sure that the person who was involved in the killing of your so-called homeboy goes to jail for the rest of his life. It's a weird conundrum. And now there's a L.A. police officer whose name I can't remember. I don't know if it's Greg Keating or not. That's saying Suge orchestrated Keefe and them killing Tupac. They saying it came from Suge. But people have said a lot about Tupac. A lot. Over the years, Anybody and everybody has a Tupac story. Pac was just that kind of guy. That he was around so many different people and he touched so many people in so many different ways. That there are a lot of us that have Tupac stories. I said there was two different Tupacs, in my opinion. There was BS Tupac, and by BS I don't mean bullshit. And then... W.S. Tupac. B.S. Tupac was a Tupac that I was extremely familiar with. B.S. means before Suge. That Tupac I was really, really, really cool with. Not as cool as my man Stretch, rest in peace, but very cool with him. The A, the W.S., because there was no A.S. The W.S. was with Suge. That guy I didn't know so well. But that guy didn't even live a year after he got bailed out of prison. He didn't live a year. The BS before show Tupac that I knew was Digital Underground. It was all of that. The WS with Shug, the Death Row Tupac, I didn't really know that guy that well because him and Stretch had a falling out because Stretch wouldn't choose sides between him and Big. And his whole East Coast, West Coast fabrication of a beef. So there was never an AS Tupac after Shook. That's the Tupac that everybody wished they could have saw because allegedly Tupac was trying to get out of his death row contract. That's why he was recording so much material because he didn't want to still be there. But this thing is coming up again now that the arrest of Keefe D has happened. Everyone's talking about this again. It's always been something that people like to discuss, but it lay dormant for a while. And now the arrest of Keefe D has just given it new life. I had the opportunity to go to DR and sit down for an hour and interview Haitian Jack. And some of the story is about Pac, his relationship with Pac. 
And there's some questions that I asked him straight up, and he answered straight up. And we're going to drop that interview very, very soon. But some of these people like Haitian Jack are infamous in the street, and people want to know who they are, who they really are. So I sat down with Jack. I've known Jack for over 30 years, Haitian Jack. And um, I had a conversation with him about his life, about his street life, how he got into the street life, his relationships with Pac and Madonna and every damn body else. It's a very interesting, interesting uh, interview. And we'll be releasing it to you very, very soon. But this thing with Keefe D and Tupac and his arrest on Tupac's murder 27 years later made me wonder what evidence do they have and why did it take so long? Because it was like an open secret. Why did it take so long? There was always a part of me that said the police just don't care. There was always a part of me that said these guys made music. Pac was a staunch stand on Ten toes, fuck the police kind of dude. From his upbringing and what he's seen with his mother's involvement, the Black Panthers, for the stuff that he experienced as a black man growing up in America, all of this stuff that we knew way before we had social media and way before George Floyd and Trayvon Martin and, and, and everybody, Philando Castile and Sandra Bland and all of this stuff that we knew that the police used to do to us. Pac was very vocal about fuck the fucking police. Very vocal about it. So once he was murdered, I said, they're not going to investigate that shit. Do you remember when Pac had the altercation with the two cops, off-duty police officers in Atlanta, and they had a shootout? He got away with it. I was like, they not. They not. They're not going to try to investigate. Not Tupac. Not spitting in the camera, giving people the middle finger, Tupac. They were, please. They was not trying to. And I always felt that way. I always felt that way. I always felt that uh, Greg Keating, who was on the LAPD force, got pushed out because he was getting close to solving the murders of Big and Pac because I just felt like the police department didn't give a fuck. It was so bad that Big's mother sued him civilly and won. That's how bad it was. Secrets have been kept for much too long, and now all of this stuff is coming to light. It's finally, we're going to get some closure on it for people that knew and loved Pac. It's about time because this secret was wide open out there. But see, that just goes to prove something else to me about all of this G shit. If this was such a wide open thing, right? And Pac was your man, ride or die, all of this stuff, right? And you knew in your heart of hearts that Keefe D was involved in it. Why wasn't he ever touched? It's talk streets, but living streets is two different things. There are those who talk about it and those who are about it. And a lot of people that talk about it ain't really about it. That's true. And nothing truer has ever been spoken. It's absolutely true. And posthumously, Pac has two albums that sold over 10 million records. One of them being All Eyes on Me, and the other one being Tupac's Greatest Hits. Let's play 
maybe give him a little example, Cam, or maybe two or three records off of All Eyes on Me, and then I'll be back. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting a real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, or sneakers and streetwear that makes every step feel fly. It's like the first time I was looking for them Jordan 1s, like when they really came out and I couldn't get my hands on them. And it was something about that sneaker that I always wanted to have because I never got it in the very, very, very beginning. I fell in love with that sneaker. And when I finally got it, oh, baby. These days, to know for sure you're getting a real deal, go straight to eBay when you're searching. Just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. You got to get it from eBay because then you know you got the real deal. Now you know that when something is limited and you can't find it, you can find it on eBay. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing that you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere, and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. 
With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tough? It's in your DNA. It drives your resilience. Even when they told you that you couldn't, you did what no one else could because you're different from the rest. Every day you work hard to conquer challenges, making the impossible happen. And tomorrow, you'll do it all over again with a truck that's just as tough as you. Explore the best Ford truck for you today at Ford.com. Built Ford Tough. Come on, son, son. I'm back. This is Come On, Son, the podcast. I found that that very interesting um, because another list just came out of the best-selling rap albums of all time. And like I said, Pac had two albums on it. He had All Eyes On Me that did about $11 million. He had Tupac's Greatest Hits that did about $10 million. Another artist, it just seems like you say one, you say the other one. The late, great, notorious B.I.G.'s. Life After Death sold about $11 million also. Give me about two or three smash joints off of Life After Death. I was ashamed, my crew was lame I had enough heart for most of them Long as I got stuff for most of them soft. Even when I was wrong, I got my point across They depicted me the boss Of course, my orange box color Make the world go round Plus I'm fucking, bitches ain't my homegirls now Start stacking, dabbled in crack Gun packing, nickname Medina Made the scene of Manina From gym class to in glass, passed off for global The only nigga with a mobile Can't you see like total, getting larger And wasting taste, ain't no telling where the spelling is heading, just in case. Keep a shell at the tip of your melon. Clear the space. Your brain was a terrible thing to waste. Uh. P-I-G-P-O-P-P-A. No info for the DEA. Federal agents mad cause I'm flagrant. Tap myself and the phone in the basement. My team supreme, stay clean. Triple beam, miracle dream. I'll be that. Catch a seat at all events bent. Jackson, holsters, girls on shoulders, play what? I told ya, me and Mike to me, bruise too much, I lose too much. Step on stage, the girls boo too much. I guess it's cause you run with lame dudes too much. Me lose my touch, never that. If I did, ain't no problem to get the gap where the true players at. Throw your rollies in the sky, waving side to side, and keep your hands high while I give your girl an eye. Play it please, lyrically, nigga C, B.I.G., B. Flossin', Jig on the cover of Fortune. Uh-huh. Can't you see? Uh-huh. Sometimes your words just hypnotize me uh-huh. And I just love your flashy ways uh-huh. Guess that's why they're broken, you're so I mean I can feel you with real millionaire shit That's cargo, my cargo, 160, swiftly Wreck it by your new one, the crew run, run, run Your crew run, run I know you sick of this name brand Nigga with flows, girl, say he sweet like nigga mm-hmm. So get with this, nigga, it's easy uh-huh. Girlfriend, here's a bitch 
Call me round 10. Come through. Have sex on rough. That's Persian. Come up to your job. Hit you while you're working. For certain. Pop a freaking. Not speaking. Leave the ass leaking. Like rapper demo. Tell them who. Take their clothes off slowly. Kill them with the force like Kobe. Dick black like Kobe. Watch me roam like Kobe. Lucky they don't own me. Where to say show me. Homie. Homie. Keeping that funky connection from the West Coast. Funny how things are, are so connected. Two of America's Most Wanted was a record by Tupac and Snoop. Snoop's Doggy Style sold over 10 million records. Give me about two or three smash joints of Snoop Doggy Dog's Doggy Style. Depths of the sea, back to the block, Snoop Doggy Dog, funky at the, the, the dot. Went solo on that ass, but it's still the same. Long Beach is the spot where I serve my cane. Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, but don't lose your grip. Nine tris ain't the year for me to fuck up shit. So I ain't holding nothing back, and motherfucker, I got five on the 20 sack. It's like that, and as a matter of fact, because I never hesitate to put a nigga on his back. Yeah, so keep out the manuscript. You see that it's a must we drop gangsta What's the motherfucking name? With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-Double G, but I somehow, someway, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for yeah. the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through. Two in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the, six morning. In the morning. So what you want to do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the doors. But, but what? We don't love them hoes. Yeah. So we gon' smoke a ounce to this. G's up, hoes down while you motherfuckers bounce to this. Rolling down the street, smoking in sipping on Here's something a lot of people didn't know. Nellyville from Nelly. They the critics didn't think, and I didn't think that Nellyville was as good as country grammar. But it outperformed country grammar. It had it did like 11 million records, worldwide record sales. Hot and Her was on there. Air Force Ones was on there. And Dilemma, which topped the Billboard 100. It sat aboard the, bill, the top of the Billboard 200 for four weeks. Four weeks, y'all. Play those records I just named for me, Cam, will you please? I was like, good gracious, ass bodacious, uh, flirtatious, trying to show patience. I'm waiting for the right time to shoot my
just listen, play my position like a show star. Pick up everything, mommy hitting in no time. I better make this with him Nellyville. Outsold country grammar. Wow. That's 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 pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Eminem had a couple of albums on that. Encore from Eminem sold about 11 million or so. I don't think that was Eminem's best album, but people just loved Eminem, so they they went out and got that joint. Uh, Mockingbird and Toy Soldier was also on that album. Eminem Encore performed crazy. Give me some of Mockingbird and then give me some of Toy Soldier. What you crying about? You got me. Haley, I know you miss your mom, and I know you miss your dad when I'm gone, but I'm trying to give you the life that I never had. I can see you sad, even when you smile, even when you laugh, I can see it in your eyes. Deep inside, you want to cry, cause you're scared. I ain't there, daddy's with you in your prayers. No more crying, wipe them tears. Daddy's here, no more nightmares. We gon' pull together through it, we gon' do it. Laney uncle's crazy, ain't he? Yeah, but he loves you, girl, and you better know it. World, we got in this world, when it spins, when it swirls, when it whirls, when it twirls. Two little beautiful girls looking puzzled in it. Days. I know it's confusing you. Daddy's always on the move. Mama's always on the news. My crew looks for me to guide him. Never just pop off. I'm supposed to be beside him. That Josh, I tried to squash it. It was too late to stop it. There's a certain line you just don't cross, and he crossed it. I heard him say Haley's name on the song, and I just lost it. It was crazy. This baby on some Jay Z and Nas. And even though the battle was won, I feel like we lost it. I spent so much energy on it. Honestly, I'm exhausted, and I'm so caught in it. I almost feel I'm the one who caused it. This ain't what I'm in hip hop for. It's not why I got it. That was never my object for someone to get killed. Why would I want to destroy something I helped build? That wasn't my intentions. My intentions were good. I went through my whole career without ever mentioning it. And just out of respect for not running my mouth and talking about something that I knew nothing about. Frustrate told me stay out. This just wasn't my beef. So I did. I just fell back, watched and gritted my teeth. Let me tell you something, y'all. You might. Think I'm playing games? But Eminem, man. Eminem sells some records, y'all. He sells some records. He got he got record sales, y'all. I'm I'ma skip over Eminem because Eminem is just he's just Eminem. Did y'all know that 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying sold over 10 million records too? Did y'all know that? In the club. Banger. Banger. Crazy. Give me about three or four incredible records. No, two or three. What did I do for everybody else? Two or three, right? Two or three incredible records. And what up, gangster? Better be one of them. <laughs> or forget rich and die trying. Come give me a hug, get in the getting rough. My 
on my show brought me the dough that bought me all my fancy things, my crib, my cars, my clothes, my shoes. Look on me, I done came up and I ain't changed. Fuck me, girl. It's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me? If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? If I didn't smell so good, would you still hug me? If I got locked up and sent this to a quarter century, could I count on you to be there to support me mentally? If I went back to a hoopie for my bands, would you poof and disappear like some of my friends? If I was hit and I was hurt, would you be by my side? If it was time to put in work, would you be down the ride? Dice, I flash it, chooks me, I had your mama picking out your casket, bastard I'm on the next level, right link, forget bezel, bends pedal to the metal, hotter than the tea kettle blood What, what up, cuz? What, what up, blood? What, what up, gangsta? What up, blood? What, what up, cuz? What, what up, blood? What, what up, gangsta? We don't play that, we don't play that I sit back, twist the best bud, burn and wonder when gangsters bump my shit. Can they hear my hunger? When the fifth kick jump quick, it sound like thunder. In December, I make your block feel like summer. The kid 50 said salsa records, man. You can't front on. You can't front on. Curtain call, another Eminem. But see how the connection 50 and M? Curtain call was the other Eminem joint that sold well over. 10 million records. Well over. Curtain call. Sold some records, boy. Golly. Golly. Isn't that crazy? Here's a surprise. Well, I knew it, but a lot of people don't don't, don't even know. About 11 to 12 million gold vanilla ice. Vanilla ice so ridiculously when he first came out. To the Extreme was the name of that album. To the Extreme, Vanilla Ice sold some records, yo. That single was so big that it carried his album. Ice Ice Baby, Play That Funky Music, was the two joints off of there. So play me... Ice Ice Baby, and then play me, play that funky music. Ice Ice Baby. All right, stop, collaborate, and listen. Ice is back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights, and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance. Caress the speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it, you better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid, don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Let it 
That joint spent 16 weeks at the top spot on the Billboard 200. 16 weeks, y'all. That's 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 really crazy. 16 weeks. Hammer. See how see the correlation? Hammer, vanilla ice. Hammer, please hammer, don't hurt him. Another one. Hammer did way over 10 million. Way over. It stayed on the number one spot for 21 weeks on the Billboard 200 and on the top R&B and hip-hop album charts for 28 consecutive weeks. And 1990 was the best-selling album of the year. Crazy. It was the first hip-hop album to ever receive a diamond certification in the U.S. from the RIAA. That's when people actually went out and bought records. So play You Can't Touch This and about two more joints off of Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Them. killed them, bro. Hammer killed them. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Another one that sold over 10 million. Lauren had so many dope records on that album. To me, that's 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 an amazing, amazing album. She won 10, she was a she won five Grammys and was nominated for 10. 10. That joint so 420,000 copies in his first week. Carried by singles like Do Wop That Thing and Can't Take My Eyes Off You, Zion, so many records. Play me two or three amazing records off of The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Smart. 
Look at your career, they say. Lauren, baby, use your head. But instead, I chose to use my heart. Now the joy of my world is in Lauren sold some records. But think about it. Think about it. The Fugees did too. The score by the Fugees sold over 10 million records. Way over 10 million records. So not only did she do it again by herself, but she already did it with the Fugees. Killing Me Softly was on that album. Ready or Not was on that album. Cowboys was on that album. That was um woo. That was a ugh. That's a beast of an album, man. The score. Play me two or three good joints off the score too. Fuji sold some records, boy. I'm telling you. And the Marshall Mathers LP, Eminem's joint. The Marshall Mathers, I told you Eminem had like three albums on there that did that did something crazy. The Marshall Mathers LP sold a million seven in the first week. The first week. It came out at the top of the Billboard 200s and was up there for eight weeks. The Real Slim Shady, The Way I Am, 
and other joints are seriously banging records, all right? Play me the real Slim Shady, play me the way I am, and play me another joint off that Marshall Mathers LP. Hey, yo. This song is for anyone. Fuck it. Shut up and listen. Hey, yo. I sit back with this pack of zigzags in this bag of this weed. It gives me the shit needed to be the most meanest MC on this, on this earth. And since birth, I've been cursed with this curse to just curse and just blur. And bizarre shit that works and it sells and it helps in itself to relieve all this tension, dispensing these sentences, getting this stress that's been eating me recently off of this chest and I rest again peacefully. peacefully. But at least have the decency in you to leave me alone when you freak see me out in the streets when I'm eating or feeding my daughter to not come and speak to me. I don't know you and no, I don't owe you a motherfucking thing. I'm not Mr. Instinct, I'm not what your friends think. I'm not Mr. Friendly, I can be a prick if you tip me. My tank is on empty. Cause I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady. All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating. So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up? Please stand up, please stand up. Will Smith don't got a cuss in his raps to sell records. Well, I do, so fuck him and fuck you too. You think I give a damn about a Grammy? Half of you critics can't even stomach me, let alone stand me But Slim, what if you win? Wouldn't it be weird? Why? So you guys can just lie to get me here So you can sit me here next to Britney Spears You shit, Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs So I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst And hear him argue over who she gave head to first Little bitch, put me on blast on MTV Yeah, he's cute, but I think he's married to Kim <laughs> I should download her audio on MP3 And show the whole world how you gave him an MVD Shit like some 26-year-old skinny car God damn it An anti-backstreet and Ricky Martin His instincts to kill sync. Don't get me started These fucking brats can't sing And Britney's garbage What's this bitch retarded? Give me back my $16 All I see is sissies and magazines smiling Whatever happened to wildin' out and being violent? Whatever happened to catching the good old-fashioned passing it ass whooping and getting your shoes coat and your hat took it? And new kids on the block suck a lot of dick Boy-girl groups make me sick And I can't wait till I catch all you faggots in public I'ma love it Vanilla Ice don't like me Said some shit and vibe despite me Then went and dyed his hair just like me A bunch of little kids wanna swear just like me And run around screaming I don't care just bite me That is, yo Some of that stuff is ridiculous, yo that's ridiculous. The Eminem show. So what that three, four, four over ten million? M had? No wonder he's so rich. Without me was on that till I collapse and Superman. All on that album. Wow. Yo, that's that's crazy. That you know, the 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 way I am when he put it out again on the the curtain call album and it's still sold. Again, play me about two or three joints off this Eminem joint, yo. Kiss my dick, hit my cash. I'd rather have you whip my ass. Don't put out, I'll put you out. Won't get out, I'll push you out. Puss blew out, popping shit. Wouldn't piss on fire to put you out. Am I too nice? Buy you ice. Bitch, if you died, wouldn't buy you life. Would you trying to be my new wife? What, you Mariah? Fly through twice. But I do know one thing, no. Bitches, they come, they go. Saturday through Sunday, Monday. Monday through Sunday, yo. Maybe I love you one day. Maybe we'll someday grow. Till then just sit your drunk ass on that fucking runway, ho I can't be your Superman Can't be your Superman Can't be your Superman Can't be your Superman Am I high? I'ma rip this shit up 
When you reel and you spit and people are feeling your shit This is your moment and every single minute you spend Trying to hold on to it cause you may never get it again So while you're in it, try to get as much shit as you can And when your run is over, just admit when it's in its end Cause I'm at the end of my wits with half the shit that gets in I got a list, here's the order of my list that it's in It goes Reggie, Jay-Z, Tupac, and Biggie Andre from Outcast, Jaya, Corrupt, Nas, and Thimmy But in this industry, I'm the cause of a lot of envy So when I'm not put on this list, the shit does not offend me Eminem's killing it, y'all Killing it. Wow. Let me take a short break and I'll be back with more Kibba inside the podcast. My name is Ed Lover. Come on, son. Come on, son. I'm back. This is Come On, Son, the podcast. Some of the best-selling rap albums of all time. Y'all might have forgotten that Will Smith was a legitimate hip-hop artist, right? Before he became an actor. But Big Willie's style was his solo album without Jazzy Jeff. His top 10 of Billboard 200. The biggest song was Getting Jiggy With It. Became number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And he still sold over 10 million copies. Play me something joints, maybe two joints, off Will Smith's album. Play the Getting Jiggy With It joint, though, for sure. Big Willie style. I think Miami was on that, too, if I'm not mistaken. So play me like two joints off of that joint right there. Getting jiggy with it. What? You on the ball with your kids? Watch your step. You might fall trying to do what I did. Mama, mama, I'ma come close in the middle of the club with the rubber dub. No love for the haters, the haters. Mad cause I got floor seats at the Lakers. See me on the 50-yard line with the Raiders. Met Ali, he told me I'm the greatest. I got the fever. Here I am in the place where I come let go In Miami, the base and the sunset low Every day like a Mardi Gras Everybody party all day, no work, all play, okay? So we sip a little something, leave the rest to spill Me and Charlie at the bar, running up a high bill Nothing less than ill, when we dress to kill Every time the ladies pass, they be like Can y'all feel me? All ages and races, real sweet faces Every different nation, Spanish, Haitian, Indian, Jamaican Black, white, Cuban, or Asian I only came for two days of playing, but every time I come, I always wind up staying. This the type of town I can spend a few days in Miami, the city that keeps the roof blazing. Party in the city where the heat is on all night on the beach to the break of dawn. Welcome to my home, Miami. Shout out Will Smith for sure. Shout out Will Smith. All the time. Will Smith sold some records, man. He was that guy. You can't, you can't deny it. He was a dude. You might want to like Will was whack. Will was was never whack. As a rap artist, he was never whack. 50 Cent's The Massacre, that sold over 10 million records. The Massacre sold some records. Let me tell y'all what was on The, the Massacre. Uh, he had some joints. I don't remember all of them. 2001, Dr. Dre sold some records. There's the follow-up to The Chronic. Still D.R.E. written by Jay-Z. Forgot about Dre and the next episode. All charted and was on that joint. All, all of them joints. Yeah, it's crazy. People back in the day sold some records. This, the Beastie Boys. How did I forget about the Beastie Boys? Licensed to Ill. 
That record sold over 10 million records, too. These are everybody that went diamond, y'all. No Sleep Till Brooklyn, Brass Monkey, um, and a couple of other joints on there. You got to fight for your right to party off that license to ill record by the Beastie Boys. Rest in peace, Ad-Rock. That's crazy. Guess what else sold over 10 million? I bet y'all didn't know this. And this is why they were one of the, at the time, the biggest rap group in the country. E-1999 Eternal by Bone Thugs and Harmony sold over 10 million records. And I mean sold. They dedicated that album to Eazy-E too. I don't know if y'all know that. And I think Crossroads was on there. Yep. Country Grammar sold over 10 million. That was Nelly's first album. And he sold over 10 million. E.I., Country Grammar, and Batter Up. Yo, the Puffy's No Way Out album sold 10 million records. Did y'all know that? I knew it. Puffy sold 10 million on that No Way Out. Crazy. I'll Be Missing You was an international hit. He had joints on that album. He had appearances from Big, Buster, Jay-Z, The Locks, Victory. The sun don't shine forever. Well, as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now or never. Business before pleasure. Pete Diddy and the fam who you know do it better. I believe the Benjamins was on there too. It's just crazy, yo. Crazy. And the Black Eyed Peas fourth album sold over 10 million. It really did. It was super more popular worldwide, I'm talking, y'all. Don't funk with my heart. Uh, what is it called? Monkey Business. Yeah. Black Eyed Peas Monkey Business. Did like 10, 11 million. Okay, so now I done went through a whole lot of albums that have sold over 10 million copies. Do y'all know now who is the number one album selling rap group of all time? None other than Outkast. Speaker Box, The Love Below has just been crowned the biggest hip-hop selling album of all time. They did 11 million in the United States alone. Alone. Hey, y'all, the way you move, roses, prototype, all of them joints. So much style on that album. Crazy, right? Now, one of my favorite artists of all time is absolutely Jay-Z. I cannot believe Jay-Z never had an album go 10 million or better. I can't believe. I just can't believe it. DMX never had an album go 10 million or better. Wu-Tang Clan, Into the 36 Chambers, at this point, is still not at 10 million. Hard to believe, y'all. Hard to believe. But the sales... Keep selling. The sales are selling. You understand what I'm saying? Like people say the math is mathing or don't be mathing. The sales keep selling. That's why now Outcast is number one. Because records continue to sell. They do. And vinyl is making a strong comeback. So we might see somebody else take over the crown. De La Soul, one of my favorite groups, man. Um, Tribe. Ja Rule, as many records as Ja Rule used to sell, he never sold 10 million. But then you catch a wind and you catch a breeze and you catch a go like Nelly and 50. Sold. Run DMC never did 10 million. Beastie Boys did 11, 12. So you just don't never know. 
So this way, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to end this Come On Son podcast with this. Sales does not make somebody the best. It's the right songs at the right time. Would you say that as a rapper, Vanilla Ice is better than Jay-Z or DMX or Ja Rule or Ice Cube, who's never sold 11 million? Dr. Dre did, but with the chronic, Snoop did. You can say Snoop is dope, but Vanilla Ice outsold Snoop. Right records, right time, right push. Doesn't mean you're the best. It means that you just sold a lot of damn records. This is Kiba and Son, the podcast. Y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about you next week. Be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, nigga, your baby hip-hop. Until the next time we ride together, slide together, and laugh out loud together. Ed Lover Campy and Crystal Hayes saying God bless each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning us in and never tuning us out. Or come on, son, the podcast, we give you the good shit and not the bullshit. So take care of yourselves. Until next week, come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Peace. Come on, son, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.